Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Welcome back to another episode of The Tactical Leader. Today, we have a solo cast with yours truly, and we're going to be talking about some of the conversation we had with Brendan this past Monday. Before we dive into that conversation and my takeaways, I want to remind you, this show is brought to you by Nightly Productions. If you're a podcaster, YouTuber, or a content creator that wants to create more content that delivers, head over to nightly.productions and find out how we can help you create that tactical content. The conversation I had with Brennan was pretty fascinating. He uh, is a younger guy. He's 25 years young and really kind of a phenomenal guy where he he's doing things in the world that you wouldn't expect from somebody realistically of the of the younger generation like that, which um, is pretty fascinating to see how he overcame some of the limiting beliefs that his voice may or may not have or have have had the power to get out there. And it's pretty, pretty interesting to see that he's created this organization that is focused on helping people become better communicators, better speakers. And as a younger guy that he is, it's fascinating to me to see how he's able to have the conviction at 25 to know that this is the path that he has essentially been called to take where he is helping people communicate. And he even mentioned that he has clients that are, you know, 30 years of senior have been at their organization um, longer than he's even been alive, which is really fascinating to me because the, the limiting beliefs behind that, that he's had to overcome are pretty fascinating as part of that internal communication that a lot of people face where they don't feel like they have the expertise or they don't have the, the value to be able to pitch to somebody of that capacity. And what I like about some of the things he kind of phrased in having that conversation was that the YouTube channel really started at the YouTube channel where he is creating content and just creating content left and right, but he really developed it in a fashion that created an expertise in the realm where even I'm not a YouTuber, I don't put content on YouTube, I don't really go to youtube to ingest that content or any type of content unless i guess my truck breaks down again i want to go fix something and that's the best way for youtube to to serve me but where he really developed that expertise was by putting content on there and seeing what the audience wants to hear more about and wants to ingest more of he's been able to create that level of expertise which gives him like that first leg to stand on if you will and that's where he was able to leverage that into this business where he's leveraging his YouTube channel, that communication and those tools that he's mastered into master talk um, where it's creating um, really the master mastering the art of communication and helping individuals, everybody from executives to business owners and entrepreneurs really drive their message home to becoming uh, professional speakers and somebody that can really focus on that top being that top 1% communicator in their industries. And I think it's really fascinating to see that somebody that, you know, it, it grew up in the IG world, grew up in the the social media world, 
where communication is such a lost art. I mean, we, I, there's an effective way to communicate on social media, but when you communicate in person, there's so much more that goes into it because you have to recognize the body language. You have to be more real, more authentic, where the Instagram world has really led people to become inauthentic, in my opinion, where they're just putting the, the positive side of life out there. They're putting the, the highlight reel, if you will, of things so the the millennial generation the gen z you know it's an interesting aspect where a lot of those segments only talk about the good only talk about the great aren't able to communicate feelings in that effective way or without it being through a a dm or text message and i feel like it's kind of become a, a very lost art that he's now reinventing and teaching people how to do it effectively and um, I really love that aspect of things that he's focused on. And one of the things that he talked about is he helps people understand that they need their own platform. Uh, I think this is something that has been really powerful for me personally to recognize and then feed forward for clients is that you have to have your own platform, whatever that may be, but you have to develop it. You have to develop a community that supports that platform. and. That's one of those things that I didn't really recognize when I started this podcast, that this podcast would be that platform that would be the leverage point and the, I guess, the slingshot that would push forward the subject matter expertise and push forward the things I wanted to talk about more. I just started a podcast because I was interested in people, right? I wanted to hear more about other people's perspectives on leadership. I wanted to really connect is a networking tool, more or less connect with people that I'll never be able to talk to otherwise, because, you know, when am I going to meet, you know, the founder of the great American cookie company? When am I going to meet people, nine figure business owners, and then be able to have a conversation for an hour with these high top level, top tier people in the world, these top tier influencers, when else am I ever going to be able to have these conversations and actually meet them one-on-one and stand out in a crowd enough to have the conversations? So really, I was just fascinated with the concept of using the podcast in that platform, in that capacity, and then recognize it became a platform for me where now, as I'm getting like the solo cast, getting more of this out, telling more of my journey, going on other podcasts where it's really become that platform that he talks about, you have to develop. And I think that is so key and so powerful for everybody to recognize, especially in the in the transition world of government work, law enforcement, military transitioning, you know, I have a lot of uh, people in that realm in my network here in Atlanta, and they they forget the capacity of no longer being behind or under uniform, and they forget that they have to develop their own sense of being. And I think that's where this podcast has really helped me as my platform is that it has helped me develop that sense of being and purpose and intentionality outside of the uniform. And I think that directly correlates with the corporate world, whereas you're transitioning away from a corporate construct and you're moving more into the entrepreneurship space, you're moving more into your own person and your own brand. I, I've seen a lot of clients struggle there because they, they fail to recognize that they don't have that safety and security, or maybe they do recognize that. 
And then like we were talking about with Brendan's limiting beliefs that he was able to overcome, a lot of people, that's where the failure point really comes from is having the limiting beliefs, thinking that they don't have the value to pitch certain things of the value to really present into the world. And I think that'd be an easy one for Brendan to suffer from is thinking that at 25 years old, he doesn't have the impact to be able to share but then you look at everything he's doing where he's developed these different aspects, these different concepts attached to public speaking and listening to them. Even on this podcast, I've listened to a couple other podcasts that he was guesting on recognizing and then looking at his like YouTube content. The kids got it figured out when it comes to communicating effectively, he's clear, he's concise. He's able to get his message across very effectively that's something that takes a ton of practice. You mentioned a ton of practice in there and doing it hundreds, thousands of times and rehearsing certain things. And um, I really love that takeaways. You know, we all started my first episodes on this were terrible. I'm sure his first episodes when he first got on YouTube, but it was talking about taking that action and putting yourself out there and then polishing it as you go. And it goes back to that, that formula that I kind of worked at, I started developing more with clients and it's not the ready, ready yourself, take aim and fire. It's really focused on readying yourself, firing, taking your shot, and then aiming as you go where you start pivoting and you start changing that trajectory to optimize and become most effective. And that's just a huge piece of what you have to recognize in this world. And as you're developing a platform that Um, that Brendan really hit on is you just have to start. And as soon as you start and you get going, you get that content kind of more polished up and you get the idea of what the audience wants to hear of, because the audience is going to tell you that. And when he talked about it, he said he gets questions from the audience and he gets hundreds and thousands of questions from the audience to have topics to speak on. The audience is going to do that for you. The audience without fail will be able to start shaping what content they specifically see that you can give them. So they're going to start asking for it. You just have to be ready and willing to listen and to hear it and listen to those opportunities and then take advantage of it and take that next shot. And I I really admire Brendan for doing that at such a young age and figuring out that piece of things and then taking that leap of faith into his organization Um, When I I started perusing some of his content, um, his website has a ton of amazing things. He has an awesome uh, rockstarcommunicator.com. It's a a free interactive Zoom training that he does um, once a month as a workshop. So that's a huge resource. I really encourage you, go check out mastertalk.ca. It's a lot of really good content on there. His YouTube channel is Master Talk. It's another aspect that's going to have just a ton of amazing content for you to ingest. And if you're interested in becoming more efficient as a communicator and move into that professional speaking world, I think Brendan has a ton of amazing content out there for you to check out and for you to start going through some of these these videos and figuring out what your message is, what you want the audience to learn from you. And then understanding that listening to what the, your audience wants from you is just as important. So head over, check out Brendan. And of course, come back this Friday to tactical Friday. We're really going to delve into the top tips from Brendan about how to become a professional speaker and how to really improve your professional speaking capabilities. So make sure you swing back by this Friday for tactical Friday. And until then y'all have a good week. 
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does five to $10 million a year in revenue and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit nightprotectionllc.com.